Matu. Hey, hey, Jay. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, uh, no complaints. Not Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my high school football coach uh, taught me a very valuable lesson. No matter how much you complain, nobody really cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, man. He taught me not to complain real quick, but I probably could have <laughs> learned a lot more from him. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on, man? It's been a while. I, I'm I'm noticing that uh, my note taking one on one skills are still struggling because I didn't even put a date on the last time we talked. But I feel like it's been like a month and a half or something like it that. It has been. I believe the last time we talked was on was June fourth. Um, yeah, it's you know it was one of those things where right there we had we had our son a couple weeks before and it became yeah. like. I was looking at it and my, I was like, you know what? I like getting up early and doing this, but we got our day. I had to drop our daughter off at daycare on Tuesday mornings. And so I got to leave the house by seven. So this is six 30 our time. I got you. I was like, Oh, uh, (laughs) my wife is finally up and running. So now she can take her there. And today she's staying over at grandma's. So nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Those newborns, they, uh, they throw a monkey wrench. Right. (laughs) very quickly very quickly yes um well that's awesome congrats though but i, I think last time we talked too you're under you're uh doing some renovations yeah right? you had a six unit and a, a storage facility right yeah so it's the same building um it's all like one big rectangle oh the, so there's and there's six units and all the storage facility is on the under same the same roof yeah wow that's pretty awesome Actually. Yeah, it's it's like a really massive building. It's like, um, I mean, it's literally truly like a big rectangle. And I kind of describe it as like a big weird P, right? Like the the first floor, the left side of it, the left yeah. half of it is is residential. And then there's a big stair that goes up the middle. Second and third story is all residential. And the rest is all just a giant garage. I mean, it was a wow. 2,000 square foot garage that we said, hey, what's the best way to maximize this? So we drew out a layout and came up with storage units. Oh, so you guys converted it into a storage unit. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So let's, if we can, I know you probably got some yeah. questions, but I want to dive yeah. in. So how did you find that building? Right. I found it on the MLS. Okay. Probably right around a year ago today. And that's awesome. It was on the market for, so it's in this very, so I invest in, about an hour and a half away from where I live. Which and is where again? Remind me. So I live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That's why I wrote that down. I put <laughs> lion kissed her because you probably had to spell that out for me. And I was like, but where is that? Okay. I was like, no, I got a clarification on why I wrote lion kissed her. On I was like, is that a story from yeah, yeah. how him and his wife met? I don't know. But anyway. All right. So that makes sense now. Catch it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. So yeah, I live in Lancaster. Uh, this is in a, uh, I invest in Schuylkill County, okay. which uh, to put it in perspective, you've, have you ever heard of Yingling beer? Yeah. 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 So that's where Yingling's made is in Potsdam. Okay. Tasty beverage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's about all they have up there. I got you. Uh, I got you. It's, it's old coal mining area. Um, okay. have gone out of business. So the area as a whole is very depressed uh, and they had, they had a lot of instances of investors coming in in the late nineties, early two thousands and just being you know, major slumlords destroying mm-hmm. the place. And so now they've put in a lot of laws like 
managers have to be within 20 minutes or 20 miles, depending on each little borough is a little different there. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So they, they've, you know, codes is just really tough and they still have a bunch. They're trying to get out like a bunch of slumlords. Yeah. That they, I mean, they just have a mess. They're constantly, the cities are trying to take back the properties. Um, so up there, you know, people don't want to invest money, but it's, it's all, it's all renters. That's all they are. Mm, I got you. So we, we had, we, I was looking on the MLS and this property popped up. I think it was at 60 at the time last year. Um, and I was like, okay, like I just kept an eye on it. I was like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. It looks really big. Yeah, we could probably do this. Just looks like it needs some paint. It didn't need just some paint, but uh, <laughs> no, it hardly ever does. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I kept an eye on it. And, uh, finally come January this year, we were, de- my wife and I were debating, should we buy a house? Like we were thinking about moving our primary home and when we decided not to. Um, we, I said, let's do it. So I, I sent my contractor in there. And at this point they were down to, I think they had finally dropped their price down to maybe 30. Um, so I sent my contractor in there and said, Hey, you know, go check this the place entire out. Entire place, right? We're not talking about a yep. unit. We're talking about the entire oh, yeah. place. The entire place. Uh-huh. So, um, he went and checked it out. So this thing needed all new electric, all new plumbing, all new heating, new roof, new windows. Um, I mean, new everything, right? There was, yeah. we used the studs. That was basically the only thing that we used in some, of the, in some of the doors. <laughs> and asbestos too, right? Yeah, it has asbestos shingles. Nice, nice. And something yeah. about your neighbor's yard gave birth to a propane tank. I guess there was some uh, flooding that went on. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, that wasn't there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's just in my insurance experience. Nice. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. It's your W-2 stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. catching up, man. This is, this is horrible. <laughs> I got to get better at taking notes. Matter of fact, I'm going to start now. So, um, this is what happens when you have kids, right? You yeah. had another one. I had another one. It's, uh, things just get hectic very quickly and your brain just isn't where it used to be. I used to be able to like remember everything. And now oh, yeah. I'm like, I've got to write everything. If down. I don't write it down, chances yep. are it's not getting anything yeah. done to it. So. <laughs> I All right. So you're there, man. You, yeah. you, you found this, you, it, it, Price finally got to an acceptable level and you guys made an offer and you accepted it and you started renovating, but y'all came up with the idea of converting what was, sounds like a huge garage on the back of this thing to storage units. Yep. Yep. So how did you, how did you, and this is my last question and we'll get into work. I, I'm really interested in this cause I'm, I'm, I like storage units. Um, okay. I haven't pulled the trigger on one yet, but okay. I almost did, but it was like three hours away and it, it didn't work out. The numbers didn't work out to where I could, um, it made sense for me, cash flow. Okay. okay. But the opportunity was it's on two acres of land that was partially fenced in and yeah. there's a need for boat and RV parking. I was like, I mean, have a around here we get uh, maybe $5 a foot. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's for, you know, uncovered, uh, just dry storage, you know, covered dry storage is like $10 a foot. So, um, you know, but anyway, I didn't pull the trigger. If it would have been closer, I probably would have. Um, but anyway, so I'm, I'm interested in how you guys looked at that and you saw, well, hell, we can put this amount of money into it, make these storage units, and then here's what it's going to cash flow kind of thing, right? To not, for, because in my opinion, well, yeah, my opinion, yeah. you've got your investing criteria, right? You don't want to steer too far away from that. But something, what triggered it for y'all to look in and say, okay, this is, this is what we're going to do? Because when we talked before, 
I thought y'all bought it that way, but mm-hmm. no, y'all just saw this huge ass garage and you said, we're going to turn this to storage units. Yeah. So yeah. help me understand that a little bit and then we'll get to your questions. Yeah. yeah. So I, we walked in there and you know, I, I had always, I, I listened to a podcast on bigger pockets last year where a guy said, and I want to say if, if you're familiar with their podcast it's the guy who says vacuum the truck i'm like fairly certain it's oh like, yeah yeah i've had a conversation with him yeah yeah, yeah. so vacuum the, i just vacuum the vacuum. truck i was like yeah, he's the vacuum the truck guy i'm glad somebody got that because i did not i didn't understand what he meant by that i think what what he was saying is just take action right yeah. just, yep. but the way he presented it i was like uh, it's not clicking with me but anyway. <laughs> glad glad i found somebody that it did so oh, yeah, no, that, that like it completely made sense to me and i was like oh good this just we'll figure it like it'll show itself when you get there so with the storage units i wanted to i think it was it was him that said and i could be wrong but he mentioned that with all his multi-families he adds storage in the backyard you know a storage shed or something like that because they'll pay for it because you know in a multi-family building usually storage is at a premium to begin with yeah so we looked at this and this garage to just put it in perspective it's got 15 foot ceilings it used to be a car dealership Okay. Like in that, like the little town, like the code inspector who's lived there for 60 years is like, yeah, this was a Ford dealership in the fifties. And I was like, that's incredible. Are you, now like, it's a six unit apartment complex. Yeah. For the, well, the complex okay. was there. It was. Oh, there was, okay. And, the, and there's like one of the rooms is like, I kid you not. It was just a giant ballroom. It was 800 square feet of nothing. We got there and I was like, well, what the heck? And they're like, yeah, people used to like, they used to hold like town dances here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the history of this building is just ridiculous. People keep coming yeah. out of the woodworks and telling the stories. Um, so we, I looked at it and I said, okay, like what can we do? Cause I can't rent it out. Like think about the space and renting it out. There's no yeah. way that anybody's going to pay me anything worth my time for that. Like it needed some work. Like the, the, the cement was all broken up. And so I was like, look, ugh. I'm not just going to take this place and run it out for 500 bucks. Like it just doesn't make sense. Uh, too big of a garage. So I was, and I know from, from discussing it with my contractor who lives up there, he's always like, dude, storage units, man. Cause they're up in that area. A lot of people go from New York and New Jersey to go ride on the trails. It's a lot of ATV riding. And he's like, storage is always at a premium. Like we've talked about it. every time I've looked at big properties, he's like, just throw up a pole barn back here, man. Rent it out. Like people will pay you so much. Wow. Like, okay. Okay. So then we started drawing out plans. Like we literally were like on a chalkboard, just like <laughs> these are the dimensions we have. How do we make this happen? Yeah. So for people who don't know what a pole barn is, explain that real quick. Oh, so a pole barn is, it's like the definition of like almost a primitive structure, but it's metal based. I don't know building that you could usually garages usually no electric no plumbing and it's yeah. just yeah it's basically it's to go up there to support a roof and a roof and that's, that's it. Exactly like no it siding or, or uh, siding. you can do yeah you can do siding on but it's usually just like corrugated metal okay and that's it like but they caught like they run like less than 30 bucks a square foot to nice. build yeah so they're super cheap um and they go up easy and require very little maintenance yeah and that's yeah. the biggest thing is that so i've looked at it and up there i mean it's just it's the wild west man you can kind of get away with like within reason but you can get away with almost anything okay uh, you do it right because it's just there's no infrastructure up there like, 
like government wise. <laughs> yeah, like well, I was going to ask you, you said you started off by saying that, um, there were some things that were grandfathered, uh, grandfathered in about, but if you were a landlord, you have to live within 20 minutes or 20 miles mm-hmm. that, but you, you started out by saying this place is an hour, hour and a half. Yep. So I have a property manager up there. Okay. Who, who lives within there, you know, it, it was, okay. There's, okay. there's no management companies up there. I kid you not. It was, yeah. it was, I, that's how I found my contractor. I put an ad up on Facebook. Nice. It's somebody who managed this thing. Um, the one manager I tried to hire, I don't know if she is in jail. I don't know where she went. <laughs> uh, you know, this, this lady I hired is just now getting her um, real estate license. But before that, it was like, look, I would sign everything. I would do everything. I would even create the advertisements and she would just show the property. Mm. and all the I, I got paid through cozy so everything came to me she never handled any of the money except for the actual security deposit yeah um and that was it it was like we had to find we had to find ways to work because there is nothing up there and that's uh, we even called other like we would call every rental listing i would see i would call them no we're not taking on new properties no <laughs> Just our own. i was like come on yeah yeah that's yeah. I'm, I'm in a, well, I wasn't a similar, I finally let this list, this dream go, but I found a 12 unit apartment complex is about four hours from here. Okay. Small town. Uh, when I Google search property management, the closest one was 45 minutes away. And I don't think they would like that. Yeah. And, um, but I, I considered a victory still cause I got the owner to agree to seller financing and the terms that I wanted. Okay. Because I got to, so it's, you know, progress is greater yeah. than perfection, right? So that's the first time I ever had to do that or I was able to do that. Uh, but I ended up backing out of the deal. I think he got, he encouraged me cause he got another offer, Okay. Uh, but, um, it just, it wasn't going to work out, you know? And, and I'm like, okay, this is small town, Georgia, yeah. uh, kind of thing. And, and I don't, have the time to just take off and drive four hours and, and deal with shit, you know, and I just, but anyway, uh, it seems like you've made it work though. That was know. the difficulty. So I, I was introduced to the area by a realtor and he was like, look, you know, there's a couple realtors up there who were doing it, but like a, a realtor who's professional realtor doesn't live in the area and they're kind of filling your units. Yeah. They'll take the calls kind of thing is different yeah. than a property mm-hmm. manager. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I was like, look, I'm not like, I had, there has to be something different. And yeah. it's just last week we found a new guy in the one little town who's been doing it for a long time. And he's just, he's like, yeah. So he, and right away, I mean, he's made himself an asset to my team in awesome. I mean, the first two days. And I was like, okay. Okay. Awesome. So I convinced him to work with my other manager. So they're splitting the management fee every month. Like, look, she takes the calls. She does everything else you handle the showings, you handle the maintenance, like you handle that kind of stuff and I'll pay you to do nice. it. So nice. He was happy about it. Yeah. Well, look, man, I, I've chewed up half your time here by asking <laughs> questions I'm interested in, but this is all about you. So, yeah. or it should be, and that's my fault. So, and I know you, you said you had to get going and stuff. No, you're, you're no, I've, not, not today. So, gotcha. Gotcha. I, so, so we'll go a little over, but, um, so what you got, man? What, uh, well, so I, I wrote down some questions here that I, wanted to go over and so even the one question was we were talking about that that space right so the work it's going to cost us to convert the garage is about 20 grand okay that's what it's going to cost of my bill to convert that garage and build the 20 storage units and then there's there's a shed in the backyard which 
on paper, I'm going to rent to myself. It's not in the greatest condition. So I'm going to rent it from the LLC to my personal name just to store stuff up there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to charge myself for rent. <laughs> um, but it, it's, I was getting ready to do that anyway. Cause it would just became like, my wife was going to kill me if I kept storing random stoves. Stuff. in the garage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you've got more than one, you're, you're doing a lot better than I could do. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's, that's the goal. So what I was wondering is like, so I have that open space in there. We haven't started the build out yet for the storage units. I've okay. been putting that off. And the biggest reason, August 17th, which is the Saturday, the little town is doing a block party. Okay. This is a small little town. I happen to be doing a block party. So it's like two blocks down the street from my building. Yeah. And this thing's been vacant for 20 years. Everybody in this town knows that we're working on it. Everybody in this town keeps stopping. Like the mayor stops by on a weekly basis. He also happens to be. <laughs> Yeah, um, he stops by on a weekly basis. The codes officer lives around the corner. Stops by almost daily, and so like we're in a situation. Where That's not always a good thing, by the way. <laughs> in this town, like the code officer said, you have a carte blanche for me. Like you do whatever it takes, I'll stop County from coming in. Mm, nice. Just fix this building out. Nice. So like, and and I do. I mean, I'm doing everything up to code. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Pushed some things out of that aren't code, and I've argued with them a little bit. Like. Uh, secondary means of egress and I said look you know the ladders that attach to the studs on the inside and then you throw them out the window like those count but they want me to actually physically attach like the metal stairs stairs outside them look look that's gonna go into my neighbor's yard and but my neighbor's like I'm okay with it I said, okay well as long as you're okay with this if someone's if the place is on fire you just saved someone's life so yeah. I think you're okay with them stepping on your grass for 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my question was like with that space, like, you know, we went to, we went to storage units and that's kind of where our mind's been. We've had tunnel vision about it. Can you think of something better to do with it? Like that's, you know, I, I will think about that for you, but mm -hmm. as much as I'm been intrigued by storage units, I actually love the idea. And like you said, tunnel vision, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking just, about um 20 grand to build it out at the th that's a thousand less than a thousand bucks per unit yeah and the rents out. are going to be about 50 bucks a unit a month i mean you know you're you're gonna make well, the returns money. there yeah, yeah you're gonna make your money there. back super quick yeah i don't know if you just saw how big my eyes got but super quick <laughs> super quick oh yeah yeah um so you know as long as you've got the comps to support that uh, one of, and you know, one of the things that I did when I was entertaining this other storage facility, I called around the other storage. There was like three other storage facilities in this small town and said, you know, what are your rates? Uh, what are your vacancy? Like if I move in, I didn't say, what are your vacancies? That, that kind of raised an eyebrow, but I was like, Hey, if I wanted to move in, when, when's the first date I can move in? And this one group, the biggest one, uh, in the city uh said well we're completely full right now but i don't know if you've driven by lately but we're building a brand new facility over here it's going to be something like eight thousand square feet or you know blah 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 i started telling me about all this stuff i was like okay well i know where people are going to go yeah, yeah, yeah so that that told me that you know the demand was um was there but also the competition was there right so um again if it wasn't four hours away and the cash flow looked a little better. I would have 
I would, I would own it and I'd have more experience to talk about it. Um, but no, I mean, you know, the, the only other thing, you know, that it was a ballroom before and that's interesting. Um, my, my wife has always been interested in owning an event space Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to manage, you know, analyze something, underwrite a deal for the cash flow and something like that. The ballroom is actually one of the units. It's one of the rental units. Oh, it is an actual. Oh, I got you. I got you. We've turned that into a two bedroom. Nice. The smallest unit is 800 square feet in this building. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So they're, they're sizable. Um, and in a that, small town, how much demand is there for that? You know, that is yeah, a ballroom. That's the issue is I've, I've posted some ads up on, on Facebook and Craigslist in that area for, you know, is anybody interested in renting this? And I'm, so I'm an insurance agent, man. I underwrite things. I look at things very differently. Cause I'm like, how the heck am I going to insure this? Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. I know what, and like having a mechanic shop or like an actual garage attached to residential is like, yeah, that's the only yeah, that's a huge. If it was problem. completely separate building, you know, you could you could look at doing something like that. But I, I think you're on the right track. I'll, I'll think about it today, and I'll, I'll message you if, if something comes up. And and it's just like I like I said, it, when you know you have tunnel vision, you're like, is there another option? We've we've talked about laundromat, um, but because yeah. it's at a, it's on a slab, like we would have to dig everything up. Yeah, I think there might be. If I I'd have to check. I think there's another laundromat in the little town. Yeah. So. I don't know if I'm interested in, and I have no idea what kind of returns you see on laundromats. Who's going to manage that? That's the thing. And so the storage unit is like my property manager will manage. That's not like we were, we're doing the metal roll up doors and we're going to have like a pin door yeah. to get in and then you can roll up the door security cameras. Like that stuff. It's, it's other than um, tenants coming in and out, mm-hmm. you know, as far as signing the lease and whatnot, yep. it's, it's kind of automated, right? Yeah. That's yeah. it. There's no leaking toilets. So. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. The, the one uh, storage facility we used to have a unit in, it actually had a restroom in it. So it's, oh, wow. so. it's not what sold us on going there. It was uh, <laughs> proximity to our previous place. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, from a maintenance standpoint, um, I'll, I'll think about it. But I, I can't – right now, off the top of my head, you know, you said storage facility – I'm like, dude, yeah, sold. <laughs> tell me, tell me what, tell me more. How yeah. it's interesting. I didn't know it, it would cost around a thousand bucks per unit to build it out. And you're talking about with 15, are you going to go all the way to the top? No, the- we're just one story there. Each can be maybe 10 feet tall. Okay. That's it. Like we, we talked about doing two, two levels of it. The, the reason why it's so cheap, like don't take my numbers as a, as a rule of thumb. Like when you learn my contractor's labor is 15 bucks an hour. Okay. Like 20 bucks an hour. Like okay. it depends on which guy, which one of his guys I'm paying for. But like, I mean, he's got electric, he's got electricians and plumbers on staff. And I mean, this entire thing, I had someone else quote me. Yeah, it'll be about 70 grand just to rough in the plumbing and the electrical. And with him, it was under 20. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like they, it's just, I'm, mean, you have that in writing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get him and the thing is I've gotten them started. Yeah. He went, he, this is the guy that I was looking for a property. Was just I gotcha. And then he brought more people in and we've had some hiccups along the way um, where I've almost fired him a couple different times. And I'm like, look, dude, like, me this, <laughs> yeah. me this, like you need to do this. And so I've introduced him to a lot of other people. It's just contractors. Like they're, they're very difficult to work with. It, wow. it is, you know, and that's, I, that's the issue. Yeah. They, um, 
They always I, are. I don't know. I trust I, him. <laughs> yeah. I trust him. It's just like he can't handle money well. Like he's gotten a lot better now, but he couldn't. Like the, the first big project we did together, like I paid him a third up front. And he yeah. went and rented a car for a month and a half. What did you think was gonna happen? Like, and then he was like, he was buying like shopping for materials on Craigslist. And I said, dude, what the hell are you doing? I'm paying for new. Like, put new stuff in here. Don't put a new, a used faucet in there. Like, but like, you know, he because he had cash flow issues. And I said, yeah, no, we're not doing that again. Like, he spent his portion up front. And then he kudos to you for sticking with him. I I would have written him off already. You know, I, I was, and people were like, I can't believe you're still working with him. I said, well, yeah. I'm, this is it. And I mean, this is my biggest project and he's been so far besides that we're behind on, we're not behind on the initial timeline. We're just over budget. I think is the yeah. issue and more guys working on it. Um, and he's, he's missed some stuff. The quality of the work is there. I just can't look at it midstream. I kind of learned that you have to just babysit him a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I make him update with me every night on my way home from work. I give him a call. I'm like, look, just give me an update. This is what happened today. This is where we're at. This is, this yeah. is issues to come up with. So all the drywalls in right now, the toilets are, they're, they're set. They haven't been fully like uh, the wax room's not put on the vaults because we have to paint still. Um, so we, just so we can move them. Same thing with the water sure. heaters. The yeah. kitchens are coming tomorrow. Oh man, it's easy to paint behind a toilet. That's fine. <laughs> You just you just leave this little square that you can't really reach, and then it's a surprise for the next person. That's the way exactly. it is. Yeah. Oh, this thing's one. Yeah. Bathrooms are ten by ten rooms. I kid you not. It's just this thing. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. So my my next question I want to ask is, um, I I don't know if I alluded to this on the first time, but how I've been like how I've handled purchasing my property so far is unique. Um. How so? What do you mean by that? So I have everything on HELOCs. I have purchased okay. everything on HELOCs. We bought our first rental property a year and a half ago. Uh, just took a loan out of my 401k, traditional 20% down yeah. uh, on a place. Um, and so we purchased it for 70 grand and we put 20% down. I knew the property was worth a lot more. It was basically turnkey, ready to go. Um, we bought it, went to the, a couple months later, I went to the bank and I said, Hey, I think this property is worth a lot more. I'd like to pull a HELOC on it. They appraised it for 130 and gave me at the time it was only, so they, they let me go up to 80%. So I didn't maximize it because I didn't fully know how they worked. I had guessed it was worth a hair bit less. So I only got 36 grand in my HELOC. And then I purchased the second property cash up there with that 36 grand. Okay. Pulled a HELOC on that one, purchased the next property with that HELOC. Like each property funds the next property. Yeah. Um, and so that that's how I've handled so everything's on a 10 year note, but pardon me, it's all adjustable rate, which yeah. is a concern. My cash flow is there. I mean, everything's still flowing. The only the second purchase, only the second property we purchased doesn't cash flow as well. We're also in the middle of an eviction, so that's part of yeah. the reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's location based more than anything else. Like we purchased that, didn't know the town. I said, Oh yeah, this looks great. Mm, uh, so yeah. It's like this is a nice neighborhood. We're good, but you have to drive through the hood to get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people don't want to. I'm do following that. you. <laughs> so I wish I could get rid of that. I'm a little over invested in that property because we we did some work. You know, stupid for you know, let's say first time, stupid second time landlord. 
<laughs> Everybody's going to make mistakes, right? If you're, if you're not, you're, you're not trying too hard is the rule, right? Well, the, the issue is I, I trusted a tenant and that was the issue. Oh, you know, finish the basement. We'll sign a two-year lease. Oh, great. Sure. Why not? Getting way over market rents. I said, sure. And then they came and they said they weren't, they were from out of town. As mm. soon as they saw it, they said, this isn't good enough for us. And I was like, like the whole town? Cause like, this is a pretty nice spot. Like they didn't have a perspective. Oh, wow. They didn't want to move in. So I said, I'll cut you out of your two year lease and the $4,000 of work I did to finish the basement. Um, in return, I keep your security deposit the first month's rent. Yeah. So I gave them two weeks to live there to find a new place. And, you know, I'm not gonna say they were happy when they left, but I said they were the ones who offered that solution. So I said, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh- a good deal is one where no one's happy so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't happy about it either so i, yeah. I so everything's been on helox and it's been working great but the issue is i mean the cash flow is there it's not fantastic so as we're going moving forward you know this commercial building so i have no cash and besides the first 20 percent down which is a loan and it's almost you know it's two years paid back now I have no money into this so far. So nice, nice, yeah. Great. My returns are obviously there, but I want to grow more sustainable and, and bigger, and not have everything on ten-year notes where I'm worried about if the market changes. Yeah. Would the bank call it due, kind of thing. Um, I debated stabilizing by refinancing them on the home equity loans with the same bank because I could do that. That would be a slightly lower interest rate simple but it would take a heck of a lot of work to do it just because it's a pain man yeah you and you're talking about refinancing the helocs into a conventional mortgage well i right? need them into he loans same 10 year 10 year payment okay like that but uh steady interest rate like the interest rate would be mm. fixed and so i'm paying five and a half right now i think it, i think it's fixed at like four and a half or four and a quarter it's pretty good so it's not bad um Good. I mean, the, the, like I said, everything cash flows now. You know, yeah. This one cash flows me fifty bucks a month after two hundred dollars of reserves. So nice. It's not. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's not like I'm. I'm hard up and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not making money. Um, I like the idea that everything's going to be paid off in another. Yeah, that's that's the thing, right? Is that you're going to accelerate that pay down. Um, so what's your question <laughs> before I make an assumption? <laughs> so with this loan, I'm, I'm going to be hopping on a commercial mortgage, right? Okay. For the six unit when I refinance, I'm, I'm using hard money right now. Okay. Finance out of the hard money. Um, one of the companies that I spoke with gave me the option to basically portfolio loan it where I can just add multiple properties in and then whatever equity I have, once, once I hit a half a million dollars in a loan, I can use the equity I have left over to basically like use that as a down payment on another property. Yeah. Um, as long And then just bring that one in as long as my LTV stays at 75% or better. They'll let me just keep throwing properties in. Yeah. That's obviously very convenient to do once you get there. Um, but I'm going to have to pay for, you know, four appraisals. I'm going to have to, I don't. Yeah. Use, I mean, uh, I think these. The one bank is very friendly with their appraisals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that, like they, they do an internet only appraisal. Like I'm, I'm fully, fully aware of that. Like, 
Some banks are doing that, man. I've had a bank quote me on the phone with the Zestimate is such and such. We're going to (laughs) come in right at that. And I'm like, I, 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 I responded to the guy. I said, are you quoting me Zillow right now? And he was like, well, yeah. I was like, and I just hung up. I was like, this is, this is baffling. And I've got another guy that I mentor too. He responded. He sent me a text message the other day of a, of a screenshot of, um, he was talking to a guy from a bank and it was, Hey, we're the Zestimate is this. I was like, when did Zestimate become a tool that the banks use? You know, usually I thought it was the contractors that I just got pissed off, but I mean, the, the, uh, the, their appraisers and there's, you know, very specific pool that you have to pay. I'm glad that y'all are using Zillow, but does that mean I still have to pay $450 for an appraisal? Yeah. Well, that's, this one doesn't charge that. That's why I've been using them. Like gotcha. this place. So this is a, a credit union in Pennsylvania, all yeah. online, which is kind of an issue, right? It's all online. You only have two brick and mortar locations and they're not convenient for me to go to. Yeah. I can't have a contact there. So I'd like do the application every time, but they do. I mean, I've literally gotten it down to a process where I apply the next day around 12 o'clock. They'll call me to say, Hey, you applied for this <laughs> property. We're only going to be able to do 10 years for you at 80%. Yes, I know. Thank you. Are you, are you going to order the appraisal now? Yes. Okay, great. It'll take about two days. Okay, cool. Half an hour later, they call me back. Hey, your appraisal came back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the property's worth this much. We're willing to lend you this much. Okay, great. Um, so then they, they, usually a week or so, they'll send me the paperwork via this portal online. I print it off, go to a notary. My wife and I notarize it, mail it off. A week later, it's funded. So like I've gotten it down to a science. Yeah. It sounds, um, you made it sound really easy, by the way. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that a lot of the stuff is easy. Once you just like repetition, man, once. right? Yeah, You do it once, you know how it works. Then it's just doing it again. You know, making coffee with a new coffee maker is hard the first time, but it's easy. It's hard every time for me, but we won't go into that. <laughs> so, but that, I mean, that's, we've got it down. It's worked, but it's just like, you know, I don't know how sustainable is that. You don't hear about these guys who've grown to a thousand units yeah. by home equity line of credits. Like that's how I look at it. Well, it does give you the ability to close pretty quickly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing I don't like about a portfolio loan is that usually when you get into a portfolio, because I got really excited about this because I was buying these real small, you know, less than fifty grand uh, properties, yep. and I was like, look, I can bundle all those together. Mm-hmm. really pull out some equity and go buy, you know, a bigger place, you know, just yeah. like the monopoly, the monopoly game. That's right? exactly it. And, and so I, I talked to my lawyer about this and I said, Hey, I said, tell me how this works from your standpoint. He goes, I don't recommend it. I said, okay, let's, let's dive into that. And yeah. he said, he goes, what if something happens and you want to sell one of those properties that's yep. in that portfolio loan? I was like, but I don't, I don't ever want to do that. I'm buying and I'm holding for <laughs> forever, you yeah. know? And he was like, he was like, well, just, and I was relatively new, you know, still am from yeah. an, from, uh, from an investor standpoint. I said, you know, he said, just dwell on it, wait a while. He goes, once you build up enough and you really think you're going to hold on these properties for a while, mm-hmm. then, then let's talk about it. Well, then like in a year, uh, two of those properties I was going to hold on to forever. I've now sold for amazing returns, right? So one of them was 
a 73% return. The other one was like a 428% return. Okay. So I'm like, I, I don't like those as much anymore, you know? So I, I don't know. I think there's a time and place, but it, you know, imagine the headache of trying to break that and yep. get them all individually. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm not as big of a fan of portfolio loans as I used to be. Okay. I do like the local credit unions though. Mm -hmm. They tend to be a lot more flexible on their terms, you know, and if you can, if you can, um, so one of the things that affects cash flow is, is obviously your interest rate yep. and your amortization schedule, right? Yep. So if, if, if you're in the game for cash flow, um, lowest interest rate, longest amortization, right? If you can refinance those HELOCs into uh, mortgages uh, that are going to be either commercial or residential. Yeah. That's kind of where I, that's where I go now. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure I could throw them on, you know, 15 or 30 year AMs, like no issue. Cause they're all my personal name. So it wouldn't be difficult to do that. Yeah. My, the, the holdback I have. And hopefully you have an umbrella policy on top of that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> your, I, your eyes lit up. You're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, not an idiot. I'm an insurance broker. Don't you know this? Well, that's, you know, I, as a rule of thumb, and, you know, this, this is something I've, one of my niches that I go into is investors and I help yeah. a, lot, a lot of investors and I see like, I've got this guy who's buying 20 single family homes right now and a five unit building. And he, the five units closing today, the single families he's bought, he's closing on in a couple of weeks. Nice. I, he, he got some quotes and they had a hundred thousand dollars live. I was like, what are you doing? It's a hundred thousand dollars. live is nothing. It's like if your place catches fire, wow. you're fall for it. That doesn't even pay to fix the guys next door. That doesn't even count for like, God forbid, like your tenant dies. Yeah. I was like, like you can't do that. I said, I started a million. Like on rentals, like, yeah, for the right reason, I might do half a million, but like, no, no. Like you need that number. You got to add an yeah. extra zero. Yeah. You got to have the zeros on your side there. Um, yeah. Hopefully it's, he uh, listened to you. Yeah. Well, that's, he knows that I won't quote anything other than that for him. And he yeah. trusts me enough that, you know, I, I insure his other properties and he's like, look, you, you do it right. You always like, I push back. He'll be like, well, I only need this much coverage. No, you need more. Like yeah. it, it costs this much to replace this home. This is a 3000 square foot brick house like, Yeah, built in the 1900s. Everything around here is bold. Yeah. There's, like there's three, three people that I listen to just as much almost as much i was about to get myself in trouble almost as much as i listen to my wife that's my lawyer my cpa and my insurance broker that's it that's it like, i want a cya right <laughs> yeah well that, but that's it like people don't think about that and it's like those are the biggest concerns you should have yeah 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 so the anyway so i i completely agree with you on on the on the length and i guess maybe part and helocs kill your credit score man like they yeah they do oh like this they, is like a credit card right it is it is so like on paper i have one hundred fifty thousand dollars of credit card debt which like i was like I don't yeah have a, like my credit card well i'm using one to pay for part of this flip like but like other than that like I, I don't have any like actual consumer debt and i'm like well no no i actually have this now it looks like it you do yeah because yeah. they don't know they don't necessarily know what you've done with that money, right? So the HELOC is just cash and you could, if you wanted to finance a trip to Europe, you, nope. you could, I could, you could. The one thing I do like about it. A is, lot of people do that by the way, <laughs> which yeah, is crazy. Yeah. Well, that's the advertising. Like, yeah, you know, take it, take the equity out of your home to go on vacation. I'm like, no, just don't go on vacation until you can buy it. You yeah. Can I, don't, I don't get it either, but just stay at home. It's a lot nicer. You know? Yeah. 
That's true. <laughs> just, just turn your phones off for a week and you'll be doing the same thing. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I struggle because the one thing I like about the home equity line of credit is like, if I run into an issue, ca- you know, a cash flow issue, a reserves issue, I have whatever I've paid off is available again. Yep. Like, yeah. That happened. You only get charged interest on what you use, right? Well, that's it. That's it. And so, like, I have, and so my, the payments are principal and interest, right? So, I, I've gotten it down to they're ten dollars and sixty cents per thousand dollars I borrowed. Yeah. So, okay. like, when I do my, it, it's really easy when I'm running my numbers. You know, I walk into a property, I could just say, okay, I'm purchasing it for this much. Throw yeah. Extra grand for closing costs. You know, drop the zeros times ten point six. Like this is my monthly payment. That's it. <laughs> like insurance is pretty easy. You know, taxes are easy. I can do that. But like when I, so like we purchased a duplex in a two unit in December, and when we did that, it was we. I mean, the guy wanted forty. I'm like, I don't know, forty. I can maybe find you thirty. <laughs> <laughs> we and we just did that, and like I I I did that, and the guy owner financed the other ten. And I was nice. like, that's great. And like yeah. 0% interest. Like the owner finance notes I have, like I just never brought up interest. Like it was not a thing. And they never asked about it. So it's like, okay, cool. Like I'm just getting this loan interest free. Like stupid that my bank was going to charge me. So, <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So th- that's, that's my biggest qualm is like, it's, it's convenient for me, but like, I, I don't know. I struggle. Well, yeah. And so the thing you got, try to put some thought around is uh, what is your long-term play, right? And if you think that you're going to pay these properties off in, in um, 10 years, yep. then what does that do for your cash flow, right? Does it impact it that much? Because if you're only paying 1060 per thousand, mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of difference that's going to make up in mm-hmm. 10 years, right? And what does the numbers look like if you refinance to a, an actual mortgage? It's not going to hurt your credit as bad. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, I, I have purchased, um, some properties with a HELOC. I love the fact that, uh, as a matter of fact, one of my things I'm going to try to do today because it's been on my list for weeks now is I've got a business line of credit. Okay. Right. And I want to get it increased for if I find something that I just need to act quickly on, I can with the idea that I'm going to repay that, uh, as quickly as possible. <clears throat> because okay. of what you just said, mainly, my, and I've always have always forgotten about what that does to your credit score. But it does go to your your DTI, right? And, yep. and um, one of the things that uh, I look at mainly, and, and maybe I don't have the best interest rate. Matter of fact, hearing what you get versus what I get, I know I don't. <laughs> but I have a really good relationship with that bank. Um, okay. They've helped me out tremendous multiple times it's worth difference though you have that relationship i don't yeah i've been banking with them for oh man 10 13 years something like that and and you know on certain occasions when we've had to close on a property Mm -hmm. um it was going to take weeks to go through the normal process and i just called my contact up there and said hey i need this document can you send it to me Yeah. yeah give me 30 minutes you know Wow. And, and it was so fast in this one particular uh, occasion that the other bank that I was getting the mortgage through, it was a credit union or something, um, called that bank back and said, hey, we just want to verify. We kind of think this guy's doing some sketchy stuff because he got this so quickly. 
and my, my banker friend told or my uh, banking connection told me, goes, you know, they called, they thought you were, uh, play, uh, not plagiarizing. What's the word there? Forging some documents. And, uh, they called to verify you are who you are. And we were actually in business. And I was like, that's incredible. I think that's a good testament to how quickly you guys move, you know? And, uh, but no, so I I don't know. I, I would focus on, you know, why I think why HELOC is a good one to, to get you started. Yeah. You know, my, my place on it is you pay those off as quickly as you can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Pay them off or get them converted. Converted. Yeah. And that's, I don't know if the, if the he loans hit your credit as bad as the he locks do. Um, Cause it, and I'm sure you could just do a 10 year mortgage, but the, the, there's no closing cost on the HELOC. Why are you focused on a 10 year payoff? Oh, that's because it cash flows now. Like, okay. Like, yeah, I've already figured out the math. It already cash flows. And the, the HE loans uh, that I'm looking at, there's one bank that I was talking to, different bank that I'm using. They'll do, I wrote this down. They'll do a HE loan for 15 years at six and a quarter percent versus, you know, the bank I'm with will do 10 years, but lower interest rates. I was like, well, I think the payments will work out to be about the same, but the one I'm going to pay for five years longer. And right now we don't use the cash flow. Now our goal is for my wife to be able to retire yeah. next year ish. Um, so we're obviously going to need the cash flow then. Yeah. But right now it's just. You can like, always use the cash flow now either to build up reserves or yeah. to well, that's, that's uh, what we're on your next one. Right. Everything's just going into, it's just staying in the account, saving up. And like right now I have a, $50,000 HELOC that's only like, I'm using it to fund my, I don't want to say my portion of this because the hard money lenders actually, the private lenders actually paying a hundred percent of this six unit. Um, but I, he follows behind. I don't know if that's normal with hard money, but he but like, I have to pay for, for a portion that he does it. And the issue is like to do it cheaply, like to be more cost efficient. It doesn't make sense for me to tell my contractor only do this work so mm-hmm. I can finish this draw. Like, you've already rented the backhoe. You might as well do like, cause we have to dig up. Gotcha. You might as well also do the parking lot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you got yeah. it. like just do them both at the same time. Parking lot was the last draw. Like it was just, it's things that we just didn't account for, but yeah. It's your first time with a hard money lender. Yeah. This is, this is my first time. So I've never, I've never done anything with a hard money lender yet. So, I think yeah. I will pretty soon. Um, but he, he calls himself private money. And I think the difference is like, it's not institutionalized. We worked with, and I don't want to like name drop like big, you know, in companies in the country, but like this is a big one that's, um, they crowdfunded hard money lender, if you will. That's how they advertise oh, themselves. Okay. Um, and the broker we were working with had never worked with them before that on this thing, like we had gone through, because this is commercial, this building is zoned commercial. The on paper, my rehab cost is six times my purchase price. <laughs> not, something like not something that's usually appealing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're just like uh seriously you want to yeah. you want to do this so this this bank said yes so they made me pay for an appraisal which was 3500 a 500 application fee they took two months to go through everything mm. and it was just like it was just such a mess and then they were going to chart i was only allowed four draws they were going to charge me an inspection fee every time they were going to come out and like look at the work that was completed and it was just all this, like, to be honest, had we done that, we would have been in a really bad 
like spot. I don't think I yeah. realized where it was at. Like we would have been in a bad financial situation. Um, I'm really glad we we changed course like three days before closing. Nice. I like I'm a new property manager who's like, hey, try this guy. Called him. He's like, yeah, this is what we do. So like, I I don't even think like I think my application, I forwarded him an old personal financial statement I'd done like six months ago, and he was like, yeah, that looks good to me. So <laughs> like, and I, I called a bunch of other flippers in the area who was connected with on social yeah. media and they were like, that I've known for a while and I trusted from before any of us were ever in real estate. And they're like, no dude, like this guy's legit. Like he's, you know, he's that's good. what I need to find. There's a guy yeah. like that. He was great. And like, honestly, like, like I said, my property manager is the one who introduced us. And it was like, yeah. the guy wasn't even my property manager at the time. He was a new guy that I was, that I had just met with and I was vetting to change. Cause I was with a really big company that, it's probably the opposite of what you normally expect, but like up top, they were really awesome. It was like the minions, if you will, like the yeah. actual managers I was dealing with <laughs> that I was having issues with. Yeah, I gotcha. Like, like, I love their management team and they were wonderful. And I still talk to them. They're still friends, but I'm like, like I can't handle like my actual managers. Like, they don't yeah. Asses. Like, yeah, I think to start making, I'm getting, a, you know, I don't know about you, but every now and then uh, I'll get an itch. Like, so yeah. this is the, Second living flip my wife and I have done. This one's taken a lot longer because of the kids and whatnot. And um, we're getting most of our big projects done. We've got a couple left um, and I'm taking my sweet time on them. Um, <laughs> but, you know, once I'm usually done with those, then I'll want to, a period of doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I start getting that itch again. Like, all right, I need a big project. Well, I'm not done with this one yet, but we've, I'm starting to get that itch, you know, yeah. I'm like, all right, so I got to go find me a hard money guy. I got to find me a property to flip yeah. uh, because I've never, I've never actually flipped one that I w didn't live in. And I, I, okay. I judge that, you know, I question if it's right for me to call, call them a live in flip because we live in them for like the last place was two years or okay. no, four years. This one, we're already been here for almost two and a half yeah. or two. I, I mean, too. I, I mean, don't know. I I, when I think of flip, I'm thinking, all right, we're in and out as little as time as possible. And here we're just like, no, we're going to raise our family here. We got to do this. You know, <laughs> you're drawing the height on the walls. Like you're doing that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now our first house was a live in flip like that. And that wasn't our intention, but hundred year old row home in the city and Lancaster yeah. city is like booming. They were, they're constantly ranked on like hottest real estate markets in the country. Um, usually they come in easily the top five um, and it's just, I mean, houses get our house sold on the first day on the market with thousand <laughs> above asking, like it was insane. And it was just like, you know, it was, it was just a crazy situation. I was like, Oh, let's sell. Now the house, I was just telling my wife yesterday, I was like, think that house, if it were to sell now, that was two years ago, it would sell for 40 grand more. You made money on it. No, no need to, yeah, don't dwell on that. So, exactly. well, look, Matu, I got to get going, buddy. Um, but let's do this. I, I want to catch up with you again real soon. I don't want it to be a, a month or two no. months. Uh, I don't no. guess you guys are planning to have any kids anytime <laughs> soon, right? No, so, no, we, should be, we should be good for a while, at the very least nine months, but I, I hope it's all along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't forget the recovery period too so it's uh, uh well look uh but yeah let's uh let's get into a little bit uh more of a normal uh not normal regular cadence yeah. what is normal right but let's get into a regular cadence and and see maybe in a couple of weeks we can catch up to if your schedule allows 
um, pick a spot on my calendar and let's do it. Okay. So Sounds good. I'm interested to hear how the, how the uh, storage units coming along. So yeah. hopefully I'll, I'll be able to share some pictures with you too. So, okay. Sounds good. Sounds, Sounds good. good, buddy. Well, Hey, look, you have a great Tuesday and I will talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye.